everyone. Welcome to No Smut Shaming. I'm Crystal. And I'm Kristen. And we're here to discuss all your favorite romance reads. And all the dirty details. This week we'll be talking about Jasmine Gilroy's book, The Proposal. But first, how was your week? Well, you know, it was a toughie, like, <laughs> like they always are. But I did watch a new movie yesterday called Nobody. Okay. And it has Bob Odenkirk in it, who mm-hmm. is Saul from Breaking Bad. And he basically plays like a John Wick character where he's like kicking ass. Are you into it? I was intrigued because it's Bob Odenkirk <laughs> being like a John Wick character. But, you know, I'm not going to lie. Kind of got a crush on him. I, I was mean, like, you can kick ass. No I love judgment it. for me. So uh, it was kind of the same concept as John Wick. You remember in the first John Wick? I never he, saw it. What? <laughs> I know. So in the first John Wick, so he's like um, a retired assassin, right? The thing that sets him over is that someone like breaks in and kills his puppy. The puppy was given to him from his deceased wife. And he was like, fuck that. And he was just like, (laughs) I'm going to kill your ass. And that's essentially, he's on a tirade because someone killed the puppy. And I think that's the funny part of it for me because he goes on like a murder spree. Okay. So on this one, people break into his home and they steal his daughter's like kitty cat bracelet. He's like, give me that fucking kitty cat bracelet. And I'm just like, ah, give it to him. (laughs) So anyways, kind of have a crush on him now. Okay. And also... It's official, and I hate to break it to oh you. Oh my gosh, I'm so sad. Don't say it. A-Rod, J-Lo. No! Over. They're over. Over. We all saw it coming, I but know. it's still sad. It is very sad. But they apparently, were a power couple. little trust issues from her, because, you know, a lot of rumors about him. <laughs> I mean, can you blame her? Yeah. It's okay, though. You're J-Lo. You're going to find somebody else. She could find anyone she wanted to. Yeah. You know, she should be like Miranda Lambert, mm-hmm. divorced from Blake Shelton. Yes. And then just found like a hot cop. Yeah. And just like watches him mow the yard shirtless. And like, that's her <laughs> husband. Like, I, that's what J-Lo needs. That sounds like a great plan. It's just like a sexy firefighter. Right. Who's just like wholesome and nice. Mm-hmm. Girl, you just need like regular guy. We need a regular dude, but just like Gonna worship smoking. your ass. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who be just like, like wants want. to watch her on that stripper pole yeah. and be mm-hmm. like, that's my woman. I just felt like they were like, that was a good match. They were a power couple if they you didn't know, have any issues. not knowing any, either one of them. Right. <laughs> I think they were a great match. I mean, I told her last week. <laughs> so we will see where they go from here. Yeah. So how was your week? It was fine. <laughs> Sounds promising. Let's hear you about know, it. You know, actually, so, well, most of the week, we watched the most recent season of Summer House. Yes. Do you watch Summer House? No. It's a Bravo reality show. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And it's all of these, you know, I say young professionals. I think some are, like, maybe in their early 40s now. Uh-huh. They work in New York City, and then they vacation in the Hamptons on oh. the weekends. But they did a whole quarantine one this year, so they all just... <laughs> Moved out there for six weeks, right. and it's just like drama central. Interesting. It's good. Matt and I did watch, so they did a reunion of the first season of Real World from that cast. I heard about that. So we watched it, because Matt is in that age demographic. It was very interesting, because I had never really seen the first season. A lot of the things they talked about back then are... St- unfortunately still relevant now really (laughs) yes like racism and sexism and you know prejudice against gays and lesbians and all that stuff like you would have thought we would have grown more since then exactly sure as heck but they were like when I hear what they were saying they were very progressive for back then Mm -hmm. but it's sad that we're still dealing with that stuff but I told Matt so I went on their Instagrams and I followed Norman and Norman followed me (gasps) what do you feel special i feel special but also i'm like it's not gonna last (laughs) i was like my account's private so he's probably like just scoping me out and he's probably like "Mm, he's like she's really boring (laughs) 
Like, why is it all her kids? I know. I'm like, uh. <laughs> you know what else we watched yesterday? Just a Saturday morning documentary. <laughs> you guys are riveting. We got up Saturday morning. We're like, this could be fun. And uh-huh. we watched an hour documentary. It's called The Last Cruise. Uh-huh. It's on HBO Max. Uh-huh. And it was about that Princess Diamond cruise okay. that was like quarantined for like a month right when COVID hit. So it, it was supposed to leave from Japan and they never left. And then they weren't allowed to get <gasps> off the boat. You gotta be kidding for, me. For I think it was at least 20 days, maybe even over 30 days. It was so early because it was back in January, February right. that we didn't know what we know now. So they just trapped them? They trapped them all in there <gasps> and they quarantined the guests to their rooms Mm -hmm. but the crew still had to work they had to feed everybody they had to clean everything but we didn't even know then if it was like airborne or like we didn't know anything back in February so the cases day by day would just like quadruple like it was just like one day it was 10 cases the next day it's 60 cases 200 cases it's just like people on the ship just like dying Dying. like bad 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 it was a very interesting documentary because now i have to watch it cruises haven't left since right right that was truly like the last cruise well yeah it's just a hot box for disease (laughs) i mean it's like everybody from around the world is coming into one place and just Just like breathing on each other right it was so sad i mean all of the american citizens like Mm. they're stuck there they can't leave they're in another country i can't believe that that's and crazy. everybody's all the different countries their governments had to come and like get them and take them back on like private government vessels back right. to their countries uh-huh. it was wild because wow. i remember the headlines from the princess diamond uh-huh. whenever it was like just starting but like going back knowing what we know now and watching it you're just like oh so it's only like 40 minutes it's kind of interesting no, if you want to watch gotta it watch that i love a good documentary yeah <laughs> Yeah, that was our Saturday morning yesterday. We are captivating. (laughs) Anywho, (laughs) back on track. Mm -hmm. Today we're talking about The Proposal by Jasmine Gilroy. And this is your first book by her. It is. I've read this entire series. So Mm -hmm. this is the second book in the Wedding Date series. There are five books out on this series. And the sixth one comes out this year. Did not know this was a series. Okay. I think just like certain people are they connected are connected but not like directly it's not like a group of brothers yeah i love a group of brothers i mean love a group of brothers (laughs) (laughs) love a group of teammates don't get me wrong (laughs) but this is just like casual overlap yeah i think it's a good series and i'm glad we picked this one yeah so this book has a Mm 3.7 on goodreads yes which feels kind of low guys (laughs) (laughs) But it's a cute book. Should we get started? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Okay, so first of all, I often feel like the beginning of a book is kind of slow and you have to kind of get into it before you're like really in it. Right. I love the start of this book. This beginning just grabs you immediately. Right. Which is why I love this one. It's very original, that's for sure. It is. So we start out at Dodger Stadium. Mm -hmm. Nick, Nicole, is there with her boyfriend of five months. His name is Fisher. Man Ben Fisher. And she's clearly like not dating him for his mind and personality. She's like... Pretty famous. Here for some good bangs. Yeah. Like she's like, this is casual. Doesn't even really listen to him when he talks. Like right. they're there with his friends. She's not that into baseball. She's just she's working, isn't she? She's kind of working. It's mm-hmm. his birthday though, so he right. was like, it's my birthday. Why you to come to baseball game? And she's like, 
Okay. So like he has his friends there. They're just in the bleachers. She's half watching the game. She doesn't even know what's going on. <laughs> Fisher, her boyfriend, right, like pokes her like, hey, look at the, the jumbo truck. Right. And she's like, what? She looks up and on the big screen, she sees Nicole, I love you. Will you marry me? Fisher. <sighs> and she turns to the side and she's like, what is going on? He drops down onto one knee and like the gross stadium floor and has a ring box in his hand. And he's like, Nicole, make me the happiest man in the world. And she was like, is this a nightmare? <laughs> like, <laughs> Sounds like a nightmare. Uh, this... <laughs> Is this a dream? Like, am I unconscious? Like, they've been together for five months. Right. And they've never talked about this. They've never said, I love you. Mm -hmm. And now he's, like, saying it for the first time on the big screen in front of everybody. And she's... Nationally televised as well. So this is definitely in everybody's living room right now. Yes. She, like, doesn't really say (laughs) anything. Also, (laughs) on the big screen, he spelled her name wrong. Right. It's Nicole with a K, not a C. So that's promising. I mean, not a great sign. <laughs> so he's like, are you saying no? And, and she's, she's like, like, a thousand percent no. She's like, I don't think this is the right place for this conversation. <laughs> And he's like, come on, like, we're great mm. together. Live a little. Give us a shot. Live a little. Like, it's just <laughs> life altering decisions. Live a little. Live a little. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> and she's just like, no. Yeah. No. And then he's just like rejecting me in public on my birthday. What kind of person are you? And then him and his friends just storm off and uh-huh. leaving her standing there with a whole stadium of people just like, you're garbage. <laughs> 45,000 people in the stadium just watched her reject a seemingly attractive, normal guy. And she is just worst case scenario miserable. What would you do? Honestly, if a guy did it for five months casually, asked me to marry him on national television in front Uh of the On a Jumbotron and your name was spelled with like a Y. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a no. Well, right. But how do you get out of that situation? I will say she just kind of like sat there and stayed. Uh I would be hiking it out of there. Right. Quick. I don't even know if I would have answered. I like, would have just been like, Rrr. I definitely wouldn't have hung around. She stayed. He was her ride there. She's like, I don't know what I, <laughs> where I'm supposed to go. I mean, I don't blame her for freezing. Right. I mean, that is the biggest shock of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Who knows what you would do in that state of shock? And especially in today's age where like everything hits viral so quick. Just to know that everybody in the world just saw me reject this. You know what's interesting is I wonder how many women have said yes in a public proposal situation and then later been like I, you know that's not a bad idea you know like have said yes just to like just not to be embarrassed yeah. and then later be like I don't want to marry you yeah. I feel like that's there's got to be women out see, there I could see that I could see in a shock just being like okay and yeah. then just being like no yeah but she's sitting there and then we meet Carlos mm-hmm. Carlos is sitting I think two rows back or a few rows back from her mm-hmm. and he's at the game with his sister Angela the two of them are talking like I feel so bad for her like that is right not good and then and Carlos and Angela see that a camera crew starts to make their way over to her. They're just like, we have to help her. We have to save her. This is a nightmare. Right. They come up with a little plan to pretend to be like, hey, Nicole, it's been so long. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so glad we ran into you. And like, pretend to be old friends. Right. It's a very sweet moment because Nicole's like, oh, yeah, I'm so glad to see you. Like, let's go get a hot dog. And then they like... <laughs> 
swiftly get her out of the situation, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. And she is eternally grateful, which I would be too. They do their little introductions and then Carlos and Angela offer to drive her home or where she needs to go. Right. And she's like, my girlfriends, I've already texted them. We're right. going to a bar. Do you guys want to come? Like, mm-hmm. we're going to get wasted because this has been the worst day of my life. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, we're in. Carlos, Angela, and Nick, Nicole, meet up with her friends at the bar. First, and I do like this whole friends situation because they're like, they have the liquor ready. They are ready to go. Yes. You know, her friends are great. Yeah. Very supportive. Yeah, for sure. And so when they sit down, they finally like hash it all out. And she's like, I've only known him for five months. And they're like, five months? <laughs> like, what was he thinking? She's like, I know. <laughs> they kind of just get wasted and have a good time. Yeah. The next day, Nick wakes up and she just has like hundreds of texts and DMs and tweets. Oh, and my nightmare. <laughs> my absolute nightmare is yeah. going viral for anything. Right. I would want to just crawl into a hole. And it honestly seems like the best plan of action when something like that happens is just to disappear. Like, don't answer anything. Just let it blow over. Something new will come up. It will blow over, but just like turn your phone off. Never happened. Give it to a friend. (laughs) La la la. I mean, that going viral is my worst nightmare. Especially over something like, you know, was misunderstood. They don't know that they were only dating for five months. And that he was a loser. They just saw a pretty boy get rejected. As you're talking, I'm like now thinking like my worst fear is going viral. Like, why are we doing a podcast? <laughs> like, why am Do you I think putting any myself episode out here like that? Or quote that we say would go viral. I hope not. I got, I that hope. would be our last episode. Yeah, we would be like, bye. Thanks for the support. You'll never see us again. <laughs> Change my name. Yeah. Leave town. Okay, where were we? So they they got drunk at the bar, and then she wakes up the next day to hundreds of emails. I mean, she's on Sports Center, like ESPN, she's everything, everywhere. Like everybody knows who she is. And then at the same time, she's like, "I really wish I could thank Carlos and Angie. Like, I didn't get their number, their email, or anything." Right. But then she's like, "Wait a second, I'm a journalist because right. she's a writer. She's mm-hmm. like, I should be able to track him down." Well, and he did give a little bit of information about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's a PD. Attrition. Oh. I mean, <laughs> sold. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> A doctor and lover of children. <laughs> Here's my heart. Um, And he had told her what hospital he worked at. Mm -hmm. So she just like swiftly finds his bio on the hospital and gets his work email address. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like Nick is like pretty ballsy. Like she's out there. Like she's got some confidence. And that's Mm -hmm. why I like her. She sends him an email. Just basically says like, if you're in the mood for a friendly face, I let me know. I'm about to leave work. If you want to grab dinner, text me. Here's my number. He also was like checking her out Mm -hmm. the day before. He likes what she's got going on. He says, yes. He's like, what? and where I'm in. (laughs) So they go and have dinner. They have an easy conversation. They just really get along and are on the same page and they have a good time. Afterwards, he's walking her to her car and he can tell that she's like overthinking something in her head. Mm -hmm. And she'd also told him because Fisher had sent her some pretty kind of threatening text messages before she blocked him. Yeah. I mean, he was like calling her a bitch and you better watch out, you know. Yeah. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, it was it was definitely threatening and Mm -hmm. she was a little 
little worried about what he might do with this anger that he's been displaying. Right. Carlos is like, I don't want to overstep and like you can take care of yourself. But if you are uncomfortable, I can follow you to your house and like check out your apartment because Fisher does have a key. She feels silly about it, but she's also like, I am kind of nervous. Right. They go to her place. Carlos walks around, makes sure everything's good. And she's like, I feel like an idiot, but thank you. (laughs) Right. And he makes the suggestion like you should probably change the locks. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. yeah. Well, she was a little like... Don't tell me what to like, do. I know what I should I'm do. I'm like, girl, you need to change the locks. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's just like, well, since you're here, we want to have a glass of wine and hang out. Yeah. And he's like, sure do. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the night. They're he, sitting real close. They're sitting close. She, you know, she's she, like she's trying her to, boobs out a little. Yeah, show she's, them girls off. Mm-hmm. She's you know. like giving he some notices. Hits. He notices. Yeah. But, but he also remembers, oh, she just went viral over a rejection of that a she proposal, did. Of a proposal, maybe she needs some space. Right. I mean, I think it would probably not be the best timing for him to be like, hey. <laughs> you <laughs> you want to get cozy? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I understand him not making a move. Yeah. So, he didn't make a move and he leaves and she's like, what <gasps> the heck? Like, my boobs were out. <laughs> I was ready for a move. <laughs> A few days later, a little backstory on Carlos is that he has a cousin, Mm -hmm. Jessie, who has preeclampsia in her pregnancy. So she's on bed rest. Mm -hmm. And Carlos is just like taking care of his entire family, basically. Knows that Jessie would maybe like some books to read as she's on bed rest. So he goes to the bookstore to pick some out. Who does he run into? Oh, hey, it's Nick. Oh, Nick. She just kind of shops around with him, helps him pick out some books. Mm -hmm. And again, they just have like a very easy rapport. Like they just really get along. They joke with each other you know he tells her about jesse and then she's like you know what pregnant people love cupcakes Mm -hmm. and her friend owns a cupcake shop which why don't you what own a cupcake shop i was gonna say why don't we have a friend that owns a cupcake (laughs) shop but you're like me because let me fit that in my schedule (laughs) i feel like we need a friend thank you okay all okay We'll, we'll discuss that later. Mm-hmm. We need a friend who owns a cupcake shop because that sure. sounds great. Yeah, I mean, it would be fun just to gain another 20 pounds and try to work that off. <laughs> like we're working that I hard need on the current 20 that pounds. has like a salad buffet shop, okay? <laughs> like we would want to go and hang out That's there. That's true. That's true. Anyways, she and Carlos go to her friend Courtney's cupcake shop. Her friend is like a great wing woman. Yes. She's like, why don't you two go in the back and mm-hmm. like check out some cupcakes? And they're like kind of maybe flirt, flirt, get a little cozy. I think he's about to kiss her. Yes. And they do get interrupted. <sighs> don't you just hate that? So he ends up just like getting an assortment and getting out of there. But they do kind of like, oh, well, maybe I'll see you soon. Like this mm-hmm. was fun. And then a few nights later, he has kind of a hard day at work, I think. And he texts her to see if she wants to grab a drink with him. And she was like, I would absolutely love to grab a drink with you. Except her cupcake friend, Courtney, mm-hmm. has a big event that night. And she's like freaking out. She needs help moving the cupcakes to the venue. Honestly, the way Courtney was like directing how careful they should be with the cupcakes reminded me of me. Because I would be like, don't mess them up. Don't touch them. Make sure they're on a flat surface. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I can see that for sure. Yeah. You have some control issues. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what? I to 1,000% me? have control issues. This is why you do everything yourself. Because you're you right. can't. You're not going to do a good enough job. Like, I know that's bad. Not you. I'm talking about just like in general. Like when, for instance, my son, okay? <laughs> 
told him to fold laundry. He does it the he does it like an eleven year old boy would do it, right? <laughs> just like half ass. He puts my like my pajamas on a hanger. I'm like, don't put my pajamas on a hanger. Like I just like lose my mind. There's all this laundry, and my husband told him like, okay, when you get up this morning, you need to fold the laundry for your mother. Well, of course he's like, huh? You know, he just like doesn't remember. So I mean, I got up and I just started folding it, and I was just like, man, I don't want him doing it because he doesn't do a good job, <laughs> you know. You guys, recently we were we were trying to get a picture to post on Instagram for something, and she was like, "We need a picture today," and I was like, "And so you should know that Crystal takes all of our photos. I have not taken one photo for Instagram." And no, I was like, "Oh, no problem." Like I always try to step in to help. You do. I really do. I try to like take the burden a little bit. I try to like be helpful. So you guys, I did. I did. <laughs> I spent like <laughs> you, t- you sent me like twenty photos. I did this whole photo shoot with the bookshelf. <laughs> I just like twenty to forty photos of books, and you you texted them all to me. Yeah, because was, was that an accident? <laughs> I was like, there was so many. I mean, I just was like trying different angles, trying different. I I just did a whole assortment of book photos, right? And again, it was for that photo today. Mm-hmm. And you guys, I checked her Instagram like an hour later and she posted a photo she took. I sent her like 40 pictures. I felt so bad, but I was like, ugh. <laughs> and she just posted a different photo. I don't even, I know. I have problems. I know. I know. I was, I laughed so hard when I saw your post. I was like, not one of mine, I see. <laughs> Guess I'll just fall back in line. <laughs> Just stick to the stories. I know. I feel bad. <laughs> that was so uh, funny. Anyway. Anywho, <laughs> you would be like Courtney in this book, a thousand percent. But Carlos offers to help. You know, he has a mm-hmm. car, the seats fall down. He's like, I'll come over and help. He mm-hmm. helps them load up the cupcakes and helps them transport them. And he has Nick in the car right. with him as they go to this venue. And so Courtney again is just like ordering them around, get the cupcakes inside <laughs> like Crystal would. <laughs> Don't fuck it up. Yeah. And then they get them all inside and then they're like, okay, like what next? You want some more help? And Courtney's like, please leave. You're going to mess it all up. That's me. Totally crystal. Again. And they're like, are you sure? Like we can wait around for you. She's like, don't get in my way. <laughs> leave. So Carlos offers to drive Nick home. They get in the car. He turns the car on and the car doesn't start. She's like, did you run out of gas? And he was like, no, like that's impossible. I've never run out of gas in my entire life. He goes, I went to the gas station tonight. Wait a minute. I was at the gas station when you called and then I didn't get gas because I went to help you. Wow. So he did run out of gas. I mean, you got to really be about somebody to forget to get gas when you're already there to get gas. (laughs) You know what I mean? Be like, oh my God, she needs me. (laughs) My cupcakes need me. They call AAA, but they have mm-hmm. to sit there and wait for however long AAA takes to bring them some gas, which is sounds like a while. Mm-hmm. They actually have a deeper conversation about his family and his dad who passed away a few years back, which makes him feel like he needs to step up with his family and take care of everybody. I forget how it transfers into like sexy time, but it does. Well, she puts her hand on his on leg. On his thigh, and then yeah. he like puts a hand on the cheek. <laughs> it's just a lot of touch, Just touch, a lot touch. of touch, touch. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like... And they're stuck in that little car together. It's like, dark. Oh, romance. <laughs> 
romance. <laughs> they have their first kiss. Mm-hmm. And they start making out like teenagers in the mm-hmm. car. And then I and think they're like making out and like one of them hits the the horn. Oh, right. And it's right, like, right. Yeah. and then they look up and the AAA guy is staring at them. And they <laughs> If I was a AAA guy, that would be the worst rescue. So embarrassing. You ran out of gas. Like that just means you're irresponsible. <laughs> And then now you're making out while you're waiting for right. me. Like, can like, you not? Come on. <laughs> they handle the AAA stuff. They eventually just like, he's able to drive her home. But then she's like, are you going to come inside? And he's like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All creepy as well. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it better when I say it instead of reading it? <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> And then they just like move over to the couch mm-hmm, and he's mm-hmm. like, oh, we got to get you out of these clothes. <laughs> strip, strip, tease, tease. <laughs> and I will say, Carlos like takes control here. He does. He's like a little bit of an alpha in the bedroom. And I think she needs that. She sounds she's like she kind does. of an alpha in, in her day to day life. And she was happy to let him. And it reminded me of that one story I told <laughs> about Ellie Wong saying, yeah. just choke me. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, he's, like, about to go down on her, mm-hmm. but, like, the angle's not quite right. He's like, no, not that way. And, like, pushes the coffee table mm-hmm. so he can have better access to her. Oh, hey. <laughs> and he's like, okay, now. <laughs> and then just, like, lick, lick, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He sounds like he was good at it, though. Sounds like he was effective. Mm-hmm. As soon as he was done, she could barely speak. <laughs> Just rendered speechless. She is. Mm -hmm. And then they just keep on going. (laughs) (laughs) They just, because they're on the couch still, they just Uh move it on back to the bedroom. Oh, yeah. And he's like, ooh, I love your body. (laughs) She's like, this whole thing. And he's like, yep. (laughs) I'm not sure if it played out exactly that way, but I mean, not not too far off. (laughs) This whole thing. (laughs) Yep. Um, should write romance. <laughs> you like this old body, and he's like, oh. She's like, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Just picturing you doing like audio for a romance. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Oh, baby. Uh-huh. I like what I see. <laughs> you like what you see? I like, like what I that's see. That's not in the book. <laughs> the author's like, please don't have her back. <laughs> Anyways, they have sex. (laughs) They do. And they both love it. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything to add there? (laughs) Nope. Spot on. (laughs) Wow, I'm really crushing it today. (laughs) The next morning, they both are independently having these thoughts of like, are we in a relationship? Because Mm -hmm. they both don't want to be in a relationship. But they're doing very relationship-y things. They are. But they both want it to be casual. Mm Mm-hmm. But they find themselves like cooking together, mm-hmm. doing coupley things, mm-hmm. feeling like a couple. So I think they're both worried that they're leading the other person on. Right. I mean, she woke up to him making her breakfast. You know, right. like if it was casual, you'd think he'd just like hightail it out of there. Right. <laughs> so in the morning, she eventually does just come out and say it, which is good for her. Mm-hmm. I feel like most people would just lock that down. And she's like, this whole thing we've got going is great. Like, I love spending time with you. I love our friendship. It's just with the whole thing with Fisher like I'm just I'm not quite in the place for a relationship and he's like oh like thank Thank God God. (laughs) thank God like me either (laughs) at that point I'd be like that's not the reaction I wanted but okay (laughs) 
I know. I wanted you to beg for it a little bit. <laughs> I know. But he's like, same. Like, I have so much going on with work same and my days. family and taking care of Jesse. Mm-hmm. He also is just like, I don't have the energy for right. a commitment right now. And they're both like, sweet. They're both like, woo. <laughs> And it's nice. It's so, I think, rare for two people to be really on the same page. Mm -hmm. And they do seem to be on the same page. So they're both just like, super. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Yay for casual sex. I know. And so a few nights later, Carlos invites Nick over to help him make enchiladas. Ooh. And so he's like, he's he's a chef. Like, he cooks, Mm -hmm. which is like another check in the box for Carlos. A lot of checks for Carlos. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, So he's making homemade enchiladas. He has all the stuff out. He's giving her jobs here and there so she can help. Uh And she's like into being his sous chef, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He gives her a task of cutting these really hot chilies. And he casually mentions some gloves nearby, but she was like half listening and was just like, oh, I'll take the chilies. She's spending some time cutting these super hot chilies up. And he looks over and he's like, you're not wearing gloves. Like, what are you doing? And she was like, oh, I I didn't know. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. And so he like takes her quickly to the sink, has her wash her hands. And he was like, you were touching dried hot chilies and their seeds with your bare hands. Like your hands are going to be on fire soon. Right. And so he like washes her hands for her. And she's like, I think my hands are okay. But the thing is my nose. And he's like, oh, good. We caught it in time. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm so glad. Put some gloves on and let's just keep going. And she's like, I totally will. But the thing is, like, my nose is on fire. And he's like, what'd you say? And and all of a sudden, it's, like, getting worse by the second. And she's like, my face is on fire. (laughs) And he looks at her, and her face was, like, bright red. And she's just, I mean, I can't imagine. Like, is your whole face just, like, burning? That sounds awful. And he's like, you touched your face, didn't you? And she was like, I guess. He's he's trying to figure out what to do because... Come on, doctor. (laughs) I know. I think he's, like, typically, you would put, like, a burn in, like, a cold milk or something. But she can't, like, submerge her face. And just milk. Right. So he on the spot is like sour cream. Right. Which is actually kind of a great idea. So he hands her a tub of sour cream and asks her to smear a layer of sour cream across her entire face. Honestly, it just sounds hilarious. This whole scene was so funny because she just looks crazy, right? right? She has like sour cream all over her face. She's like, are you sure this is going to work? He's like, I'm a doctor. Yeah, he confesses <laughs> later he wasn't actually sure if it was going to work. But it's so funny because they're just dying laughing. Right. And then she forgets that it's on her face and he turns back to her and it's just like dried and cracky crusty. and crusty all over <laughs> her face. And they literally just like belly laugh until they cry, which right. is... That's the best. It's A belly laugh is just the best. Right. And I think it makes you closer, especially in a new relationship. It does. Yeah. It does. Mm-hmm. I was going to tell you a story and I, the last time I like really had like a laugh until I cried moment. This is like a really weird place to tell the story. Like a week ago, uh-huh. I was... <laughs> I was sleeping and I was having a dream. I was just like thinking a lot (laughs) in my sleep. Okay. And I was like annoyed about it. Uh And for some reason I thought that it was Ben because he snores sometimes and it keeps me up. Oh. So I kind of, I guess in my sleep state thought that he was thinking and it was keeping me up. Mm -hmm. So I hit him, woke him up (laughs) and I yelled at him to stop thinking so loud. And then I did it like still asleep. And he was like, what? It kind of like woke me up a little bit. Uh And I was like, did I just ask him to stop thinking so loud? And then I just pretended to be asleep again. (laughs) 
You're like, didn't I, happen. So I was like, I don't know what to say. Wow. <laughs> and so the next day, Ben was like, did you ask me to stop thinking last night? Mm-hmm. And I, for some reason, could not stop laughing. <laughs> like for like 20 minutes, tears, crying. That I got mad at him because I thought he was thinking too loud right. and I couldn't sleep. So you thought he was like talking his thoughts out? No, I thought he was thinking. And you could hear his loud. thoughts. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. <laughs> some sorcery right there and I was angry (laughs) (laughs) you're keeping me up oh my god with your thoughts like am I a psycho or what um I bet Ben thought so (laughs) he did (laughs) anyways They move on from the sour cream moment mm-hmm. and they're still like working on the enchiladas and Carlos gets a phone call and it's his cousin, Jesse. He's like, hey, Jess, like we're just making some enchiladas. We'll bring them over soon. And she's like, no, Carlos, I'm at the hospital. Mm-hmm. They're saying I have to have the baby. And again, she has preeclampsia. And she's like 33 weeks, which is premature. Carlos is just like, okay, I'm on my way. He tells Nick, like, hang out here. Take the gelatas out when they're done. Mm -hmm. I'll be back later. I have to go. And she's like, yeah, do what you have to do. And so she doesn't really hear from him again because he's busy with his family at the hospital. And she finishes the enchiladas. And then she does text him just to, like, check in. And he's like, I'm doing okay. Really hungry. (laughs) He's like, I'm hungry. But, like, I'm fine. And then she starts to think, like, I have all these enchiladas here. Yeah. I bet his family is all hungry, just like in the waiting room waiting. And so she decides to meet his family, <laughs> pack up those enchiladas and take them to the hospital, which is very nice. Very nice. And she was just like going back and forth on whether or not she should do it. Mm-hmm. But she did decide to do it. And she walks in and again, it's the whole family there. Right. And they do start to be like, thanks, strange girl. Like, yeah. <laughs> appreciate the enchiladas. And he even looks a little shocked that she's there. He was shocked to see her, mm-hmm. but he is glad she came at right. the end but the baby was fine mm-hmm. cousin is fine everybody's good so at the end of the night the family goes home right everybody's healthy and Carlos and Nick go back to his place mm-hmm. and just like pass out basically it's right. been a long day and then in the morning Carlos wakes up and he has like Nick resting on his shoulder on his chest didn't they get it on I thought they were tired until they were home and they were like well I'm not that tired anymore <laughs> oh I think you're right I think there was a little bang bang like before <laughs> after the hospital <laughs> Not that tired. (laughs) Ooh. Sexy. <laughs> sexy time. <laughs> There's some like pretty hot sex scenes in this book. Yes. He is very thorough. <laughs> <laughs> that he is. Okay. <laughs> so the next morning, right, they're cuddling. He has her on his chest. He just kind of like bolts up. <laughs> And he's like, oh, my God. And she goes, what? Like, what's, are you okay? What's going on? He goes, I'm in love with you. <laughs> he's like, I love you. She's like, and she's like, what? And she's like, first just thing waking, in the morning. First thing. In a haze. She's like, what? And he's just like, I was lying here thinking about yesterday and how happy I was that you were at the, ho- at the hospital. And just happy that I'm always around you. Happy I am that you're here with me today. And I just realized that I love you. Right. And she's like, are you sure you're awake? Yeah. Like, Do you need some coffee? You had a let's stressful day yesterday. Like, let's have some breakfast first. He's like, no. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, like, this is it for me. Like, yeah. I love you. Are you not 
listening. Right. She's just like so caught off guard and I don't blame her. I don't blame her at all. And she's like, I I, th- I thought we had decided like a couple days ago that like this was just a casual thing for us and that. And she goes, I do enjoy your company. I, he starts to get defensive. Right. He, he feels rejected. He feels rejected. They get into a bit of a fight about it mm-hmm. because he starts to be like, well, I can just wait for you. And like, it doesn't have to change anything between us. And she's like, well, knowing that you love me does change it. It changes stuff. It changes it. Right. Even at one point, she was just like, we can just pretend this didn't happen. Yeah. I mean, she's like, it's no big deal. Like, it's early. It's fine. Right. But he's like, no, I love you. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> no turning back. <laughs> And she's just, again, it's like, I thought we were both clear about what we were doing here and what we wanted. Right. And I'm having a great time with you, but I just never expected this today or really ever. Like, this Mm -hmm. is just not where she thought this relationship was going. At the end of it, he storms out. Of his own house. Of his own house. Mm -hmm. And so she is just really, again, caught off guard. And he says, like, a a few mean things. He's just like, oh, what? You just, like, find guys and you get them to fall in love with you? (laughs) I'm like, God. He, like, really turns around on her thinking about, like, she's malicious in this scenario and I'm all on Nick's side on this same yeah I mean, can you, they live in to casually dating even for a few weeks. I just feel like if he had that revelation that morning that he loved her, just hold, keep that to yourself. Hold it in. Like, and just wait for the right time to tell her. But it's just like, he had that thought and he was just like, well, if I'm in love with her, I'm sure she's in love with me. And he just like <laughs> couldn't hold it in. Like right. he just had to say it, which mm. I mean, I guess I get to a certain extent, not really. Enough, mm. He had to say it. And, guess it so. and she didn't respond. She wasn't away. ready. It's been a couple weeks right. and she was just proposed to yeah. <laughs> like it's a lot for a gal okay <laughs> she just like packs up her few things she has there and just leaves too and mm-hmm. they don't really talk nope I mean I think even you know a week or so goes by right they don't speak they don't text they don't email mm-hmm. I mean I don't know what you say after that really or who should be the first one to come out to say something but it's kind of just over a bit yeah I mean what are you supposed to do yeah now one thing that I didn't touch on through this pod is that in the background Nick and her two friends have been taking a self-defense class. Yes. Which sounds like an awesome self-defense class. Mm -hmm. The girl who teaches it. Natalie. Natalie. I was into Natalie. I was in this whole class. So she's been practicing her self-defense. And I bring this up now Mm -hmm. because one day she's walking back to her apartment and standing outside is Fisher. 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 And she's like, what are you doing here? Hmm. She's nervous because the last time they had interaction was very back. Yeah. Very threatening. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, hey, I've missed you. And she's like, what? I know we both said some things we didn't mean. I'm like, we. I know. He's like, we both got a little bit heated after the Dodgers game incident. She's like, excuse me. And he just starts to spew some like ridiculous stuff. I right. mean, that they're good together because basically he felt like being with her made people see him in a different light. Because she is very charismatic and people are naturally drawn to her. Right. But and he not said so much that to one him. comment about, and because you're urban. And I was like, okay, <sighs> Man Bun Fisher. <laughs> basically, Man Bun Fisher was just like, people like me more because you're with me because you're fun and I'm not. Right. But also, like, I'm a white guy. So, like, and you're a black girl this and is helpful to you too it makes me look cool <laughs> oh my god right Fisher. she's just like Ugh. 
And she does the thing that she should have done. And she just decks him right in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Team Nick. And Uh she, again, has been training for this moment (laughs) and lets him have it. Yes. It was good. Even like this one woman who's pushing her stroller is just like, damn, where'd you learn that? And she was like, like, Natalie's gym. Natalie's gym. It's so great. (laughs) She was like, great. The woman turns to Fisher on the ground. It's just like, I bet you had that coming. (laughs) And just like, thanks, girl. See ya. (laughs) I was like, girl power. Love it. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Fisher's just like on the ground, like moaning, like my face oh. is my most important asset. <laughs> and she's like, You're fine. You're not even bleeding. Get out of here. Right. She's like, Bye. Shoo. Shoo, Fisher. <laughs> But even he was saying stuff like being with me makes you look good, too, because, you know, I no one would ever believe that someone like you could be with someone like me. And I'm like, she <laughs> is the worst. Mm-hmm. Fisher is the worst. Worst. Glad she decked him. Yes. Same. And of course, the first thing that she wanted to do was text Carlos. I and know. Be like, oh, look at this amazing thing Carlos I did. Carlos would have been so freaking proud. Yeah. 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 But she didn't because they can't. They're not talking. Mm hmm. So she ends up just like going grocery shopping like the next couple of days. Like she's just shopping around. And then she's in the aisle of the sour cream. Mm-hmm. And she's like. Just starts laughing. Just starts giggle, giggle. <laughs> and I would be like, that lady's crazy. Yeah, she's like, ha ha, sour cream. <laughs> you guys weren't there, but it was so funny. <laughs> And then she's just has a moment of just mm-hmm. like, do I love him? Oh my gosh. Oh my God, I love him. What do we're, I do about we're it? We're like, girl, yeah, you we're love like, him. You, we know, mm-hmm. we know you do. He's checking all the boxes. He's great. Yeah. Doctor, yeah. pediatrician. Cooks. Very thorough. <laughs> Very attractive. Knows the best taco places in Takes town. Takes care of his family. I mean, come on. Remember he built his sister a bookshelf? Yes. Give me a freaking break. Yeah. Come on, Nick. Tighten up. up. <laughs> you love him. We all love him. <laughs> so she's like, well, what do I do now? Right. With this new information of love that I have for him. Mm-hmm. And she ends up calling his sister, Angela. She's like, hear me out. (laughs) I got an idea. I need your help. She ends up setting up this whole thing. In his house. In his house. So one night, Carlos gets home. And when he walks in, they're just like... Balloons. Streamers. She's trying to make it seem like it's the Dodger Stadium Mm -hmm. in his living room. She has this blue poster over his TV that says, Carlos, I love you, Nick. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I wanted the actual Jumbotron, but like... this is gonna do for now <laughs> and it was very sweet it was very sweet and he was just like she loves me <laughs> i love you this is it and they have a lovely union they talk about their feelings yep. they apologize for their you know their mm-hmm. fight and their miscommunication they again confess their love yes and carlos is like thank god for sour cream <laughs> And the moral of the story. <laughs> moral of the story is sour cream brings people together. Sour cream brings people together. The end. And that's the proposal. Yes. What'd you think? I liked it. I thought it was really cute. It was cute. It was nice that it just, you know, it was very simple. It was easy. There wasn't anything heavy. Right. That it was like, ugh. I no, really it was did. just like a light, fun, it was rom-com-y. Fun. Yeah. Like a little bit more heat. Little heat. Yeah, than like mm-hmm. maybe a typical rom-com. I liked her friends. I love that they, you know, did this activity of taking that self-defense class. Yep. I love Carlos and his family. Yep. It's very cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've read the other four mm-hmm. in the series. You liked them. And I liked them. Yeah, I would read her again. I like yeah, her. Because okay, cool. she typically write books that are just not heavy, heavy. Nothing I remember being too intense. Okay. I think they're, they're all kind of the same flavor. <laughs> you know, as I'm not trying one. to feel stuff, right? <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> 
I know. Okay, good. But they're all kind of in the same wavelength. The most recent one I read was Royal Holiday. That was a bit of a different flavor because the rest of them, they're all like in their 30s. Mm-hmm. And this was actually a mother of one of. Oh. Yeah. So she's, I think, in her mid to late 50s. Uh-huh. And she goes to Europe with her daughter because her daughter's going to like dress mm-hmm. a queen. I don't know. And. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and that one I just like felt very fancy. Ooh, okay. Felt like I was like having some tea. Okay. That one was like a bit of a different flavor, uh-huh. but still really good. But that was The Proposal by Jasmine Gilroy. Our next book, we actually asked you guys to vote between this one and a different book. Mm-hmm. And this was the winner and it is The Intimacy Experiment by Rosie Dannon. And it'll be our first sequel to the to original book that we've already yeah. reviewed. Yeah. We did the first one in the series last mm-hmm. year and everyone is very excited to hear. Can't wait for all the steam. The steam. Mm-hmm. 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 It's going to be a porno. Hey. <laughs> hey. Okay. Oh, I mean, kind of probably. I mean, it is. Yeah, it's probably a porno. <laughs> Well, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.